0: Uh, folks at home, folks at home, how you doing tonight? I hope you're having a wonderful Friday. I know we are. I want to welcome you to a brand new Ike Live show. And, bro, we've got a very, very good one for you tonight. Uh, joining me uh, right here to my left in our co-host chair, you see him live in the studio, we got Ben Milliken joining us tonight. Ben! What's up, dude? I'm so glad you're here, man. I'm so excited to be here. We talked about uh, via texting having you on the show, but um, in-studio is always better than a Zoom or a Skype or any of that
4: crap. So I'm so glad you're here. It's a weird time to be alive in this world. And I'm glad that we we traveled out here, first time on the East Coast, New Jersey. Yes. We've had an incredible week.
0: We've had a good week, and we're going to be talking about it. Uh, also got some special guests coming through for you tonight. I want to finish introing the rest of the room. Uh, we've got uh, via Zoom, and we've got a two-box set up there. But I like that little two-box. Oh, yeah. We've got the one and only Pete Glusick, the dean. And next to him, we've got Rizzo, a.k.a. Riz, a.k.a. Rich. How you doing, Mike, guys? Doing Mike. What's doing, up?
3: Doing good. Doing good, man. I've been watching all the fishing, all the, all the crazy fish catches and stuff. Looking forward to hearing the details.
0: It's been a challenging, fun, exciting week, and we're going to talk about it. Today was today was sort of the was the uh, icing on the cake today. Today was a good day. We're going to talk more about that. Uh, pushing buttons tonight, of course, making this show possible. I don't know how he does it; he's not very good at it, but he does it every week. These are all facts, <laughs> folks, and he does a great job. We've got Brian the Carpenter producing tonight. How you doing, Brian? I'm good, man. We have,
5: Talk about last minute, huh?
0: Last minute? I mean, uh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> last minute as usual. Ugh. Chewing strombolis right before the show here. Yeah. Ten minutes late, <laughs> which isn't bad. I still nice. got to get to mine. Got to get to yours. Uh, and last but not least, Cole, stick your head in here. I'm right ready. Can everybody say There's Cole. Hi. Cole's hanging out with us tonight. Yes, sir. Uh, Cole's been with us all week taking some amazing video and pictures on our escapades. So it's going to so be a great time. show. Uh, I want to remind everybody, listen, your feedback is so critical during this show. If you have a question or comment about anything you hear tonight, please hit us up on the IMs. Rizzo's going to be patching them through. Also, if you're following over on our social sites, comment there as well, at uh, Show, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. It's going to be a super show, getting to talk to Ben, getting to talk to some surprise guests. As usual, though. This uh, program is not possible without a few amazing people that help uh, help make this show possible. Of course, our presenting sponsor, Mystery Tackle Box (MTB). It's like Christmas to your doorstep. In fact, we're how many days is it now, Ben? Is it was fifteen or is it fourteen? Pete, like a couple weeks. Pete, you know everything. How many days till Christmas? Fourteen. Fourteen days. See, I told mm-hmm. you he knows everything. Fourteen mm-hmm. days till Christmas. What a great Christmas gift. This is an amazing Christmas gift. In fact, I can't, I can't even say this. One of my great relatives that I love very much, I got him a MTB year subscription. It's a great gift. Um, it's, so, it's so unbelievably easy. Use the promo code Live. You get 30% off your first Elite box or 50% off your first Pro box. Dude, that's half. You want to do that. Also brought to you by Heshy Socks. You're going to notice, Brian. We have a close-up of that, or no? Is that as close as you can get?
5: That's as close as we're getting. All now. right,
0: that's all right. I got, I got uh, just shaved my ankles specially for the show. and You're not even going to get to, to see it. But have the heshey socks on tonight. Of course, we've got the Ike Signature socks, also the Ike Foundation socks. Great, great stocking stuffer, Pete. Wouldn't you like to see a pair of these in your stocking stuffer? Absolutely. I'm expecting. Expect that. <laughs> all right. Go to Heshe. Come on, Janet. Janet, come on. I know you're watching Miss Janet. We all need socks. Go to HeshyWear.com. Use the promo code IkeLive for 20% off. Also, if you get the Ike Foundation HeshyWear socks, they're $50 socks, but listen to me. They're $50 socks, but listen to me. That all goes to the Ike Foundation. Every single dollar of that goes to the Ike Foundation. So please, support the Ike Foundation Kids Fishing. Uh, Get your uh, Heshy socks. Um, Brought to you by Dr. Squatch. Another great Christmas idea. I know you're watching this right now. You're listening. You're thinking, dude, I don't know what to get. I don't know what the hell to get my husband, my brother, my buddy, whatever. Dr. Squatch has something for you. Your buddy? Yeah, your buddy. Okay. Bundles (laughs) of uh, shampoo, soap, deodorant, candles, so many amazing things. Go over there. Use promo code IKELIVE for 20% off your Dr. Squatch order. Makes a great, great Christmas present. Hmm. Uh,
5: Pete had some up in his hand there. I just missed
3: it. Yep. I saw
0: that. I, I love it. That. I just I, I subscribed. Look at to that.
3: Doctor Squatch. It's good stuff, isn't it, Pete? Yeah, it, it it's great stuff. It it uh make it helps you smell like a man.
0: Helps you smell good. And that's also <laughs> very timely with Corona going on, with everything going on. You gotta stay cleanly, right? You gotta wash your hands a lot. Speaking of Corona, uh, two other great sponsors that help wash away corona. Is uh, tin cup whiskey and founder's beer. All right, and uh, Ben's already gotten into the tin cup, and I'm into the founders tonight. Brian De Carpenter, we're we're doing a little combination of Moon Rambler tonight yes, and yes. all day IPA. Um, so everybody out there uh, watching tonight, that's uh, also have a beer or whiskey in your hand. Cheers! It's going to be a good show. Yeah. Um, brought to you by Th Marine, the makers of everything from a boat from a little tiny tiny boat to a biggie small yacht. Liquid mayhem. Man, uh, that scent makes a big difference all the time, but especially when it's tough. We got a story for Liquid Mayhem today from today's fishing. It was tough. Uh, Tackle Warehouse. Tackle Warehouse got a little little something going on right now. It's the TW 25 Days of Christmas going on. We are on day 14. Go yeah. over to TW for some unbelievable deals. TackleWarehouse.com. Uh, brought to you by Hobie. Hobie makes the Cadillac of ca- Kayaks. If you're a kayak fisherman and you're not using a pedal drive, my only question is why. Check out Hobie. Go to hobie.com. Uh, brought to you by torquido If you're in a situation where you can't use gas, we were Ben the last few days. Yes, sir. Uh, you got to fish a day with Brian De Carpenter. How unbelievable was that torquido It
4: was the first time I ever seen anything like it. It was like a tiller trolling motor, but a million times the power like
0: gas without the mess right incredible yeah incredible uh check out Turketo. go to Turketo.com. a uh, fastest uh, most efficient electric motor on the market last but not least i wanted to save this one for you pete uh bash university um and bash university also along with socks and soap and uh, mtv ba- bash mm-hmm. is a great holiday gift talk about that pete what do you got yeah,
3: it's a, it is a great gift, and lots of people are giving it as a gift this year and, and want, welcome everybody to the program. We have a, a, a lot of great new people uh, coming. It's 50 days for free if you want to try it, or it's $50 off an annual subscription, which has been making an amazing uh, holiday gift. So so check it out. Yeah, we're loaded up. We uh, Brandon Palinick was launched this week, Wesley Strader and Brian Thrift uh, teaching everything from uh, – finesse or finesse jigs to spinnerbaits to uh brandon's percentage triangle which is a
0: really cool tournament strategy that's a good one i like that one a lot like that one a lot. Oh, yeah. 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 We, uh, we,
5: mm-hmm. we ran into Brian Thrift the other night, as a matter of I, fact, saw, the, I saw the video. Yeah, yeah. yeah he stopped yeah. in. He was in the air. He stopped in and partied with us after our day on the water. It was really? Wednesday. It's crazy.
0: He was yep. in Jersey. Yep. You know, dirty Jersey. Yeah. I don't know what he was doing he's, there. He's but the man. It's crazy.
2: Up into the X24 Studios. Yes, he was. He was yeah. hanging
0: out. It was unbelievable. Uh, let me also remind you, and I'm going to get Riz to back me up on this in Uh-oh. a second. If you're watching over on social media, if you're watching over on Facebook, We have this unbelievable thing we've been doing for the last few years where you have an opportunity to win this Ike Live gift bag. Probably 20, what's this, 20, 25 pounds of Ike Live products.
2: I think last time we waited, it was uh, 24-7. 24-7.
0: Ben, verify that for me. Uh, Look, Ben Ben can barely (laughs) hold it. He's been working out, too. Uh, A big, giant bag of all the Ike Live sponsors loaded in this thing. What a great time to win this prize! Right before the holidays, all you have to do, if you're watching over on Facebook, like and share the feed. That's all you have to do: like and share the feed. You're going to be entered in a contest to win this famous bag. Riz, am I right on all this? Am I saying all this correct?
2: It's it's an it's the it's the best bag in the in the game, Mike. It's uh, i agree. It's loaded with 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 all the best products you could ever imagine. You know, it's coming to you right in time for
0: the holidays like and share tonight's feed and you're going to get hooked up it's awesome um it's going to be a good show tonight i want everybody to stay tuned for the whole show we'll probably do a couple segments tonight and at the very end brian the carpenter yeah. we're going to open it up a little bit to some callers uh, yeah. maybe Um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah maybe even some uh some zoom callers so yeah, yeah. so if
5: you guys yeah. watching if you're watching on the website yep i might be posting the zoom link Oh, a so, uh, little teaser. come over to IkeLive.com, mm. jump on here, talk some trash.
0: It'll Let's be good. Crazy. It'll be a good time. Before we start the show, as we always do, I want to say grace and also take a second and thank the military, men and women, active and veterans. Thank you guys for what you do. It's a crazy, crazy world. Getting crazier by the day. Also, a uh, special thank you to our policemen our firemen or EMT, nurses, doctors, uh, first responders. Thank you guys. Very, very bizarre time, 2020. Um, I, you know, it's one of the things. So what what do you th- – this is a year where the New Year's resolution for a lot of people will be the same for <laughs> t- taking in the new year, right?
4: Uh, yes, but the problem is, like, it's not just going to change with the new year. Right. It's scary. It
0: is scary. It's scary. But I, I think a vast majority of us – Pete, correct me if I'm wrong – will be – our resolution is a better 2021. Mm-hmm. Would you agree with that? I, yeah,
3: I, I got to think we're all wishing that 21 is going to be, you know, get us back to normal. Yeah. You know, get us back to family and friends yeah. and doing all the things that we love to do. And uh, I think we all miss it terrible. I, 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 it sounds like we're on a great track right now. Yeah. It's going to be a hard January and February. Beginning of 21 is going to be tough, But uh, but I'm looking forward to later in the spring and the rest of the season. You know, me too. I think it's going. To, I think it's going to be an amazing twenty-one. Honestly, I think once we get our arms around this thing, I think it's going to explode uh, with people just getting out, doing stuff. You know, having fun. Yeah. Economy booming. I think it's. I think it's going to be a great year. That's my prediction. That's
0: awesome,
5: man. That's 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 pretty optimistic. <laughs> <laughs> I like your outlook, Pete. What it's if it? Coming.
0: What if it goes right into? like it was in the in the 70s. Pete, you remember back in the 70s. <laughs> the the love and peace and love era. What if it went peace right back it. to that where everybody just started having sex? <laughs> like right there. Yeah, I, I I don't know about that, but
3: <laughs> <laughs> I think it's
5: generation. good. Baby. <laughs> everybody spawning on the streets. <laughs> Everybody's spawning right there. There's
3: beds everywhere, just
5: circles in the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> how awesome would that be males protecting the circle <laughs> in the dirt <laughs> <laughs> female kind of walked <laughs> off in the distance <laughs> oh my god <laughs>
3: 2021 let's go man it's time none, it
0: <laughs> none of it would surprise me though i gotta be honest i i agree dude i, I gotta agree. Agree. Yeah. uh I want to get back to reality, and uh, this is a really cool opportunity. And it's funny because I've been a fan of – Ben, I've been a fan of yours for a very long time, Uh, following you, uh, of course, on social media. But more than that, especially following you over on YouTube, I've been a fan for a while, Um, just kind of watching, you know, sort of like a closet fan. And I don't know, maybe like a couple months ago, you know, we sort of started just – DMing each other, texting each other a little bit, Ooh. and uh, yeah, and and we sort of put this idea together, like, "Hey, man, would you would you like to come out to the house?" And I was kind of like, "Ah, fuck, Ben ain't gonna come all the way out here. It's like a million miles away or whatever." You're like, "Shit, yeah, I'll come out." I'm like, "All right." So we started to put this idea together, uh-huh. and here you are. You're out here in dirty Jersey, in the Northeast, place <laughs> you've never been, right? And we saved the very bitter cold weather just for your ride. <laughs>
4: You did. You, <laughs> for your arrival. You told me this would be the best time to come out and fish, though. Yeah. And we've had some tough days, but I can see what you're talking about. And I'm honestly like, I didn't think it would be straight-up urban city armpit of the country. Like, you've been saying right. over and over. But this has been surprisingly refreshing, the new fisheries and everything. Yeah. It's incredible. I yeah. love it out here. That's
0: awesome. Well, I'm I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad you're in studio. Um, we basically had we had this goal. When you got here, and I, I remember you either told me this or you texted me this, and you said, "Man, we want to work. We want to fish." You're like, "Let's dig in mm-hmm. and let's let's film, let's fish." And I'm like, "Damn, that's cool." Because I filmed with guys before, and they're kind of like, "Ah, you know, dude, like a ten little ten minute piece here, and then I will just kind of hang around a little bit." But you were like. Nah, dude, we're we're gonna like get dirty. Like yeah, get our hands dirty and go fishing.
4: Yeah, we're grinders. We like the we like the, the struggle. And that's what today was like, you know, you, you explained it to me. You're like, Alright, listen, a twelve to fourteen <laughs> ba- pounds bag on the Delaware River yeah. is a crazy good bag. You can't be expecting much, but it's it's fun running the tides and everything. And I'm like, No, that's amazing. I would yeah. so much rather, you know, we we tried to hit the tides just right. Yeah. We had to squeeze into spots we could go fish that oh, we'd get yeah. stuck for four or five hours if we didn't get into those spots and get out of those spots we very intimidating in mud. yeah but that's that's the best part that's so much more fun than just going oh i'm going out to my local honey hole and i'm gonna fish that brush pile and catch yeah. 20 pounds i'd rather just run that stuff and catch I, catch what we did
0: i like it i like it it's now great. now listen i know a lot of you watching and listening right now probably about half of you half of you that are younger and hipper you already know ben you know millican fishing uh, you're following him already on YouTube. For those of you that don't, I want to tell you, uh, Ben is one of the most successful young guys uh, that that have captured a lot of people, had, that have gotten a lot of people fishing. Ben, what's give me the exact number now on YouTube? It's it's astronomical. It's it's crazy. It's ridiculous. Uh, we're,
4: we're hopefully going to go over four hundred thousand subscribers <laughs> this week.
0: Unbelievable. Almost, eh, uh, dude. That that's just mind blowing to me. Um, great social media presence. I know there's a lot of people watching that are that are fans of you. Some people that know of you, and and I know what they're saying. They're saying, "Dude, you're," they're thinking, "Ben, Ben, you're young, you're freaking a younger guy. How the hell did you get it to this point in such a short period of time?" And I I'm I want to know that too. Like it's unbelievable the success you've had in engaging with people through a lot of different venues, right? But especially through YouTube, mm-hmm. how did all that start? Maybe even take us before that. I want to back even further before that. Why? Why did you get into this whole madness to begin with? Is this something you aspired to do? Like, were you were you twelve years old and you're like, "Oh fuck, I'm gonna get into this fishing game"? Or is this something that came later? No, Let's start I,
4: there. It was way before twelve years old. Before twelve? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So I, I mean, I can't vouch for myself for wanting to do it but my yeah. parents said I was like they made me fish and, and had me fishing when I was like two years old or three years old yeah and just always grew up with it and for whatever reason it was just you know that same feeling you get when you feel that bite on a jig and you want to set the hook that's yeah. I always had that when I was just sitting there watching my bobber at four years old they had to come tear me inside to to eat to eat a meal you know me too yeah <laughs> it's, it's it's I can't explain it it's yeah weird. it's crazy but yeah, you know, it just kind of grew up. Um, I played a bunch of. I was really into sports in high school. Played four sports in high school and everything, and that was really my only detractor from fishing. Yeah, because um, that's so much time. Um, played baseball in college. Um, and I could have played baseball or football, and I went with baseball, and um, that was another detractor from it. But as soon as I was done, I played baseball at a community college. As soon as I knew I was going to be done with that, I was just like, I started a fishing club at my uh, at the university that I went to. Fish college events, always fish local tournaments and stuff like that. And just, I, I, I really got ate up with it in college with, with college fishing and everything. It was kind of young at, uh, at that point. Uh, God, it's been 10 years ago now. It's weird. Um, and then just been fishing local events. And it got to the point where I saw some of this, uh, the, the shift kind of happening with social media. And I, I didn't ever get into it get, to get famous or anything like that, but I always wanted to be a professional fisherman. Yeah. And growing up and everything, the one route to do that was through the tournament ranks, of right. course. Um, but then I, you know, I had a kid when I was 21, um, graduated college shortly after that. And the focus definitely shifts on making a good living. And yeah. the, the gamble of professional fishing wasn't really there for me at that time because it, it is a gamble oh it's a huge it's gamble. A giant gamble. It's a gamble no matter how old you are or yeah what your financial situation is yeah um so ended up getting a job with i i graduated from college with a degree got a job worked there fish local tournaments and stuff um and, and then i i kind of got this the word of this youtube thing and decided to give it a try and so it, what
0: are we talking about year wise here
4: uh, this was probably four years ago, four to four to five years, eh, probably about four years ago. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And so I kind of got into it, started posting two to three videos a week. Yeah. And the biggest, I, I can't even go any further without saying the biggest uh, reason for it was my wife, my support system. None of it would be possible without her being like, oh, you just worked five days in a row during the week yeah I would love if you went and fished the entire weekend and edited videos every single night yeah and traveled and Super did all important. This stuff. Yeah, yeah yeah I don't even know how that was possible yeah. But got some traction started finally getting some revenue from the the view checks and everything got some great companies behind me to work with and decided to quit my job up the content to five to seven videos a week and I think we posted over four videos a week Every week since then, so it's wow. just a large amount of, of content, mega content, mega, mega yeah. content. It's it's funny because
0: um, I, I a lot of people are like, wait a minute, you know, there's people watching right now that are old heads, and they're like, wait wait, you're telling me you can make a living posting fishing videos on YouTube? There's a lot of people that are shocked by that. Oh yeah. And then on our drive up the other day, you said you got to a point where. You had that regular job, Mm -hmm. but you were starting to make as much money Mm -hmm. through YouTube as your job. Right. That's unbelievable. Right. And at that point, you were like.
4: Not just YouTube, but of course, by working with some great companies that supported the cause that took a chance on me, too. So that was cool.
0: Right. So through all that auxiliary stuff coming in, YouTube Mm -hmm. stuff. Hustling. You were making as much money as your regular nine to five. Yes. That's crazy. Yep. And you just said, I'm going for it. Yep. I'm going for it. That's that's big. Pete, that is a lot like a turn you know, a tournament guy is the same thing, right? You get to a point where you gotta say, This is something I, I'm gonna try. This is something I'm gonna do, I'm gonna invest in. And it's a big deal leaving a leaving a regular nine to five oh, oh, yeah. to try this thing. Four years yeah. I
4: was there and so it was like Yeah. I had a set career. Yeah.
0: Were you worried? Gone. Were you nervous? Yes. Yeah. Hundred yeah. <laughs>
4: percent. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah definitely yep i i can relate pete i know you can relate we we were both that way in the tournament circuits early yep. on you know I, giving up well, regular you know, pete you had the best job out of all of us uh at an engineering <laughs> firm and you yep. basically did the same thing tell me about that yeah that I, I, I was interesting because i wanted to
3: ask ben because that's what i you know i had i was working as an engineer and um i got this opportunity and and, and I, I liked my job i mean it was a good it was a good job, but it, I loved, you know, I was like you fishing was the passion. And, and I, um, I just decided to, uh, you know, if you're going to do something that, dis- that this was my decision, you got to throw your whole self at it. You, you can't halfway it if you're going to be successful. So I put, I, I put in a leave of absence probably too early. I probably should have worked for a little, a few <laughs> years longer, but I just I decided that for me that's that I had to in order to be successful, man, you gotta get after it. Yeah. Um and so that's what I did. And um it, it sounds to me like that's what you did. I mean, what 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 was the tipping point? Like was it matching your income? Was it like, all right, now's the time? What what was the moment when you said, you know what? I'm going for it.
4: Here, yeah. Here. It was it's kind of funny. I actually had a I had one company come in with a good deal, and it was kind of like a startup thing. that they, they were like, all right, we'll give you this amount of money. And I was like, okay, well, I'm making a little bit on this YouTube thing, and if I add that together, it'll be enough, and maybe it'll just keep doing well. But that's a little bit of a safety net. So I was like, okay, I quit my job, good to go. And like two weeks later, that fell through, and that oh. deal oh, was man. gone. And I was like, "Fuck." It. okay, so <laughs> did, did <laughs> yeah. part, did guess, comp, guess I'm going to go fold? extra hard on this. Did it company fold? Yeah, they never even ended up doing anything. Uh, wow! Yeah, didn't really get off the ground. Yeah. Um, but just I was like, okay, well, I got to grind extra hard now, and made it work. Yeah, that that's
0: awesome. I, I I also want to say this, man. Um, you know, a lot of people that there's Brian. Ha- Brian, help me with wording this right, because I want to be careful on how I word this. Oh boy, there's um, I consider you a professional fisherman because you make your living through the sport of fishing Mm -hmm. you produce amazing content you're getting people involved in the sport that probably a lot of them would never ever even looked at the sport right there are a lot of people that are sort of mad at young youtube Mm -hmm. digital asset anglers that don't have a professional fishing background. There's a mm-hmm. lot of people. Am I Why, saying this right, man? Why'd you drag me into this? No, because I, I want to make sure I'm saying this right. I'm not. No, no, I'm not saying you're one of them. I'm just trying to convey I, it right. I, I, I'm just wondering how I'm the guy. You know, and we've had <laughs> we've had some amazing other young YouTubers on before, and there's always this segment. And they seem like they're the old kind of old, mm-hmm. disgruntled guys, which are always like, ah, those guys, ah, blah blah blah. You know, this that. What do they know? And blah blah. And I'm like man, get the hell out of here. Like this is where, this is where things are going, yeah, you know, like digital content. And especially, in, and Pete and I talk a lot about this, especially from getting young people involved, right? Like what we're trying to do with the Ike Foundation. Dude, I don't know of a better way nowadays than through digital content, whether it's socially or YouTube or whatever, to have a kid that's never fished that's like, holy shit. That looks fun. How you know cool what I mean? How cool is that? Yeah, How we, cool we, is that? We've talked about this. Yeah. Because like, when
4: we're young, I mean, we're sort of a different generation, 10 years apart or whatever. Yeah. But when we're growing up, it's like you, you were ashamed. You are so scared. Ashamed.
0: Dude. Remember, Brian the <laughs> Carpenter, we hid. We hid behind our mom's cars. We did. Until we knew the coast was clear. That's right. And then we, we would <laughs> run across the street with our fishing rod. Because
5: there was a chance there was a hot girl There was the car an, uh, that there would could, recognize us. There
0: could have been rides. a hot girl from high school
5: <laughs> or the, the neighborhood.
0: Dude, how how terrible is that? Dude, I, I'm ashamed.
5: Dude, that was our generation. We were just bullies. Everybody was. a bully. I know, but I was. We ash- were horrible, ash- horrible people. I'm,
0: we were horrible people. <laughs> but I'm ashamed. But it's so awesome now that you know a kid can can watch you fish. You know, a kid that's never fished can watch your video. Of you dropping cheese in the ice hole <laughs> illegally and watching these <laughs> big trout come up and be like, man, I want to do that. Yeah, you know, yeah. that's probably a bad example, but you know what I'm talking about. No, hundred uh, percent. So. I mean, address your critics right now. There, wa- There's a few watching. There's a few that more oh, focused watching or yeah. listening. Always. Dude, it, it's, I th- you're okay, as so legitimate I th- as, as anyone else in the sport of professional fishing. A guide, yeah. a rep, a, you know, uh, whatever,
4: right? You're making
0: yeah. your living in the sport.
4: I appreciate that. So
0: address, do you have anything to say you want to no, say? No,
4: I just, I mean... Y- One thing that's important is, you have to realize no matter what niche you are in in fishing, whether you're a tour-level angler, or you own Bass Pro Shops, or you are whatever, that there is other parts of the industry that are massive. Yeah. And I think a lot of the hate kind of comes from either tournament, serious tournament anglers or serious tournament fans that think just be like, I I don't know if I'm a great example, because I come from tournament fishing. I've had a lot of success locally. I just haven't made the next step yet, but because someone that's never that's kind of just filming themselves, getting into fishing and learning things and teaching people things, yeah. that they're not as important and don't reach as many people and, and just aren't as important in the industry, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Because yeah. I, I think they get too too focused on their side of the industry right. and, and don't realize like tournament fishing. As much as I love it and as much product it gets developed and created, and, and that's where the product actually comes from, um, whether it be baits or boats or rods or whatever, that, man, like 90% of the industry is not the tournament side of things. Yeah. And so there, there's always someone that people can draw inspiration from and getting new people involved in the sport, whether it's uh, a 10 year old or it's crazy. You got, I, every single day, you get messages from 50, 60, 70 year olds that are like, I had no interest in fishing. I used to do it when I was younger, and now all of a sudden I found your channel and I'm back into it. I'm awesome. all in, and I'm that's I, it's awesome. all I can think about.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, I, I love it. I love to hear new people involved. Yeah, you got what do you so got? So this is it?
5: the part you were dragging me in for. Yeah, yeah. And it presented itself. Yeah. What do you got? So you talked about um, that that YouTubers can get some criticism, some hate, etc. The one thing that Ben is that's different than a lot of YouTubers in my eyes yeah. is he can actually fish. I shouldn't say a lot of YouTubers, but <laughs> a certain amount of
2: them. 99%. <laughs> 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 that's how you really feel. <laughs> yeah.
5: And, and it like not that somebody doesn't have the right to put up YouTube videos and, and do their thing yeah. and, and make their own content. And right. That's, that's awesome, dude. And it's awesome. We live in this time that you, anyone can have a podcast. Anyone can have a YouTube channel but it does get kind of weird when you go to the classic and somebody who you've seen fish before that really is not a good fisherman yeah. you know what i mean Right, has throngs of people around them yeah. and you've seen them on the water and like man it's like wow really like do <laughs> they really des- yeah. uh, you know Yeah, like, it's cool you making content but yeah. you know that's not really the person that should be teaching right i hear you so, I, I hear you I mean, no, it's I, just I, it's that I, kind of thing
0: i see that side of it i see that side of it i would i would say though that I think there are things to learn from everybody, right? I, I honestly think that. Yeah, I think
5: yeah. Learn what not to do. Learn what <laughs> <laughs> how not to cast. <laughs> learn,
0: yeah, I, I mean, I think I think you know there are things yeah. that you can learn. Pete, you've had you've had a million guy trips in your life, and I'm sure you've had some subpar clients that you've probably learned something from at some point, right?
3: Oh, always. Yeah. There, there's always something to be learned. There's no question about it. Yeah. And, um, you know, everybody does have something to offer and there's a different levels of teaching for everybody. Um, I don't know. This is, this is uh, it, it is interesting how, you know, people love to watch the YouTube stuff and, and you guys have dialed in on it. I, I think the frustration really comes from guys in the pro side that can't command that audience. Right. Um, and you right. know, it's frustrating, yeah. um, that, you know, the, they battle in the tournaments to, you know, become, you know, super talented and able to win, but they, um, you know, they'll put out a YouTube video and, you know, get 500 views or a thousand right. views and, you know, compared to, you know, uh, you know, the YouTube generation, which can put out, uh this a similar type of video content you know and get man millions of views right you know and so so that that's a frustration i think that the the pro angler feels but it's not the guys that have figured it out's fault (laughs) you know you guys have figured it out like ben's like i was watching some videos of yours ben that had like millions of views and i'm like i gotta watch these and they're so watchable yeah like uh, I watched the one where you were in in the spillway, uh, and those kids were you oh, were yeah. down in Texas, yep, and you know you're teaching the kids how to how to tie a clinch knot and you're catching you and your wife were catching fish out you know out, cranking them out of the spillway and stuff and it it's just really entertaining. it's really cool and and you found a, a way to relate to people that you know I think just you know it honestly it makes it makes us jealous. You know, <laughs> I, I think that's, that's where a lot of that comes from is just jealousy. You know, yeah. you,
0: Now you want to be able to get that audience. But, yeah, I'd uh, agree. Now, Pete, are you, do. are you telling me there's people watching right now? Are you telling me, are you telling them that they should first become a YouTube sensation <laughs> before they decide to pursue professional tournament fishing? Do you think that would be a better route?
3: If you can. <laughs> if, if you can, <laughs> it's. I mean, uh, boy, you know, in four years, uh, I, I, I the audience that you've been able to amass is spectacular. It really is impressive, yeah. and um, you know, that that's really great. I I have just some questions about that. Like, Ben, did you are, are you the editor? Did you figure all that stuff out by yourself? Did you start, you know, shooting and editing your own stuff and and just. Yes just self-taught
4: pretty much yeah um the uh, the hardest thing i think that we deal with is dealing with damn camera equipment and, and batteries and gopros oh yeah oh my god The fishing part's easy after you get uh, you get it all set up and you're able to do that um but yeah I, I did for several years and now i'm lucky enough i got coleslaw the camera guy back shot the call in studio <laughs> working oh. hard the last three days <laughs> Yeah, Cole Cole works much harder than he should. He's been working about twenty-seven to thirty hours a day. It seems like <laughs> <laughs> um. it all. The payoff was that eagle shot from the other day. Exactly. So. Yeah, he he f- he did get one good picture of an eagle. So. Yeah, right. Eagles Apparently, on the Delaware River. Work. Gotta love it. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. It's 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 crazy. Uh, Riz, I want to remind everybody: uh, if you have a question or a comment for anything you're hearing, if you got a question or comment for Ben. Hit us up on the IM. Is we got anything good coming through?
2: We have a few of those, Mike. Yes, um, I
0: like the it. First,
2: <laughs> the first thing uh from Buck Stronghold Gentleman Bronco, he wants us to know that he's uh he's starting a pledge uh for twenty dollars to the Ike Foundation. Uh so long as if we raise five hundred dollars, Pete does the next the next podcast shirtless. Oh <laughs> there we go.
0: Pete, come on, man. Oh.
2: So, we have an opportunity here to raise some real coin for the Step foundation up for this, Pete. Uh, Come on, man! I'll take one pasties. for the team. We're we're going to work I'll, on that. And uh, also, I'll, he's I'll, Buck Stronghold says that dropping cheese in the ice hole sounds like something you would read about on the urban dictionary.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh and, uh, and
2: and one, la- one last one coming in from the other the other mf'er. BTC looks like he just got a text as a reminder for a colonoscopy. I don't get
5: that.
0: <laughs> Why do I look
5: colon-esque?
0: You got resting colonoscopy I got face. resting colon face. And you know when the text comes through, it's like a special chime. It's like ding, ding. Oh, it's like no. a different chime than your regular chime. Oh, no. You know, so you know it. Um, Pete, you did bring something up, and we did flush something out that I want to talk about. And maybe I want to try to figure out an answer to this why. And and we talked about this, Ben, on one of our drives. Mm -hmm. We've had like three very long drives and Mm -hmm. one shorter drive over the last four days. But um, it seems like the YouTube content, social content that's very successful is filmed in a – I don't even know the right way to describe it, but it's just – It's not intimidating, right? Mm -hmm. Like, when when you watch it, when I watch a lot of your stuff, it almost makes you feel like, oh, man, yeah, I could be there. Like, I could do that, right? It's like, it's not intimidating content, right? But, like, Brian, we talk about this all the time. We're friends with some guys that are amazing filmmakers, Mm -hmm. right? Like, uh, uh, shout out to Bud Cipolletti, Featherwick. Oh, Bud stuff. Dude, it's unbelievable. And his stuff in certain scenarios does well but on digital platforms on social or youtube platforms people don't watch it because mm-hmm. i because i think it's like almost too out of touch right it's too like almost like a like a beautiful artsy movie and they kind of like back away from it mm-hmm. what what's this phenomenon explain yeah. this
4: no so that's that's something else that we struggle with all the time me and cole cuz we work together daily yeah um it, it, <laughs> the biggest thing is finding what works best on what medium you're using and that's right. it, it it's always evolving and changing and it's it's absolutely from the start it's been the more relatable more rough looking content like vlog yeah. camera in front of the face chest camera talk about what's going on talk your way through what you're doing that's that works better people enjoy that more and uh that goes back to like being able to envision the the whole industry I think the majority of people watching YouTube aren't necessarily the most serious tournament fishing fans, and they're more interested in just knowing the process of picking out your baits, looking at the body of water, hey, it's just a regular guy going out. They they go to YouTube and they go to these social media platforms because they want something different than television and they're used to going to the movies. They're used to watching fully produced television shows. Yeah. Um. They're used to watching Jimmy Houston outdoors and and Bill Dance outdoors and they 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 love to watch that when it's on TV, when it's on their phone or their computer. They want to watch something a little bit different.
0: Right. More relatable. Absolutely. Right. Yep. Not as not as like you're not. It's almost like. You're talking to people, not like down to people, Correct. right? It's yeah. like at at their level. It's at yep. a very there's not relatable. a lot of graphics, and yeah, everything like that. It's just yeah.
4: you and the camera, right. and the people,
0: right? Uh, that's a good that's a good hint. Yeah, like if people are st- people are watching mm-hmm. right now that are aspiring YouTube guys, I think that's a good tip right there from Ben. What do you got, Brian? Because I have something for Cole. I want to ask him.
5: No, I was just saying it's kind of stripped down like South Park, right? Look how wildly successful South Park was. Mm-hmm. But they true. Intentionally, yeah. ma- intentionally made the graphics look bad. Right. They intentionally made the audio fuzzy. Right. Right? It, it could be crisp. It could be clean. It could be awesome graphics. But like they intentionally did all that, and, yeah. and it connected somehow. Right. So that's one way to look at it.
0: Easier for people to consume. Right.
5: Or there's a lot of dummies out there, and they just really want basic shit. That's that
0: another could way be to too. look at it. That could be, you too. Know? So here we go. Uh, Cole, I I want to call you to play on something. So you you're, coming from the from the standpoint of the guy behind the camera, and be honest with me, because this is Ike Live, Mm -hmm. one of the rules here is you can't lie. You cannot lie. Would you rather produce amazing, artsy, beautiful... And not that you're not doing that now, but you know what I mean, like Mm -hmm. highly produced, highly... Would you rather do that, or are you just as comfortable doing what's working right now?
1: I wouldn't go as far as to say I would rather do it,
0: um, but
1: I would... I, that's definitely what I got into it for, I guess. Right. Um, I'm definitely like a camera junkie, I guess you yeah. could say. Yeah. I love the filmmaking side of things and the movie making aspect. But yeah. I know what my job is, and yeah. I know what makes our money and what gets our views.
0: Yeah. So, um, yeah, are there are I, there are there days, Ben, when you have to slap Cole, like <laughs> slap him, like just Weedy. be like, like
4: dumb it down, Cole. <laughs> it's too pretty. <laughs> <laughs> Most Hit days him. I wake him up with a slap to the face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, no, but we kind of, it, it's nice. We do, we try to mix in like a little bit of a hybrid of things. Like we'll yeah. do some like amazingly beautiful drone and B roll shots. And then, yeah. boom, there's Ben's ugly mug and he's throwing <laughs> a freaking chatterbait and. From a chess cam. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <From laughs> yep. yeah. Sprinkle
0: them together.
4: I mean, uh-huh. yeah, it's weird. But
5: there's something about it that makes you feel like you're actually there. Yeah. yeah. Know, yeah as opposed to the real refined and artistic right. footage. Yeah. Right. I get,
4: my, my, my comment I get all the time is, you talk way too much. Why don't you just catch fish and stop talking? Yeah. It's like, well, yeah. uh, I, think, I think I'm think i kind of saying things as I work my bait with my chess cam that people are kind of thinking in their, their mind. And yeah. Like, That's what people like. Yeah. I, 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 I like that.
3: I like that part, Ben. I was watching you work and, and you, you take the viewer with you in the whole process, which I think is really, you know, is really cool. And you do it naturally. You know, you're, you're not, it doesn't seem like you're, you're having to work at that. And it, you say what you think, you say exactly what you're thinking, the exact moment you're thinking it uh, makes you real relatable. You know. Yeah. Was it always natural like that for you, Ben? Or did you have to was there a learning
2: curve of like having to teach yourself how to become comfortable um talking to the camera and like that in that perspective that you did? There
4: was a little bit. Luckily obviously everything can be done in editing afterwards. But (laughs) but uh yeah, I mean that's that's something that I, I just like when I got into it, all I could do was study like what's working what's successful and what i can change about myself like obviously when i fished before then i didn't sit there and talk to myself but i think we all have a voice in our head as fishermen there's always something going crazy Mm -hmm. in your head and so it all just kind of pours out and we put some of it on camera and other stuff is probably better kept for our conversations yeah (laughs) that's right
0: that's right now you mentioned something i want to change gears here a little bit you mentioned something that's um I want to. I want to go down this path, even if it's just for a little bit. I want to go down this path, and 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 Brian, look at Brian because he knows already what I'm talking about. He look, he knows. I didn't even say it yet. You mentioned something, which is with huge eyes, with big visibility, right? With with status, where you're now on a bigger platform, also comes people that are, you know, critics, right? Oh you God. know, you know Ben's talking too much. Mm. He's too. He's too cocky, he's this, he's that. you know, and dude i kn- I know I've been dealing it with it for 25 <laughs> years. Pete's dealt with it. Uh, Brian deals with it, like we all deal with it. is that was that hard to to learn how to handle that and stomach that like how do, how do you deal with that because i I know you get it like i I read through comments on your page or on my page and ninety five percent of them can be positive, but you always have these comments that come through that are picking, mm-hmm. you know. How do you deal with that? That takes a lot of time.
4: Yeah. Like you, but you get numb to it. Right. I think you got to remember that the the stuff at the very top saying you're the greatest person that ever existed and the stuff at the very bottom calling you out on whatever, those don't really matter that much. It's more of the stuff in the middle and you just do the best you can. But it's not right. easy. And my wife, finally, she started working with a lot of the comments and messages and getting back to people. And she's like, "Oh my god!" Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> what's oh what's yeah. What's wrong with these fucking people, <laughs> dude? They're brutal, terrible. <laughs> 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 I mean, they're
0: border. Some of them are borderline brutal. And uh, the funniest thing is, like, we had this conversation too. We had so many drives. We had, all this was already flushed <laughs> out. But you know, it's like, outside of when I'm totally drunk, outside uh, of when I've <laughs> had too many yeah. tin cup whiskeys, I just don't care. It you just f- goes right I'm just like I don't know ah. how you do it man. I'm just like ah, Fuck them Screw it It's so I don't care it, Mike. I'm, But When I'm when I'm tipsy It's a little different But Brian dude You want to Dude it's so funny oh I swear You want to get in a street <laughs> fight With all of them I, You know You're like Meet me second woods Yeah
5: well, <laughs> But you know Somebody's got to put them In their place You know Right it's just, Yeah you know, It's
4: yeah. good for them
5: Right They need to hear it Right They need to hear How stupid they are <laughs> they really do it's, it's not, like, it's not like, false it, Right, yep. and Ben we, I made the comment uh, when we were fishing Wednesday like the actual work the hardest part of what you do or, or what my, what I suggested or my opinion was probably dealing with the comments
0: yeah like it's, it's not tough. the
5: fishing figuring out the content editing figuring out YouTube all that probably the hardest part of your job the actual work is dealing with them mother effers in YouTube <laughs> comments <laughs> I hate them, dude. See, Brian wants to fight them. <laughs> yeah, They're the others. stupidest people alive. <laughs> he wants to fight them right now.
0: Stupidest people alive. Um, it's, I, it is. I mean, s- some of it is. It's, it's hurtful stuff that comes you out of their mouth.
5: <laughs> never say it something to someone online that you wouldn't say to their face. Yeah, with their wife standing next to them and their kids standing right there. Yeah, and yeah. you're right there.
0: Yeah, and if, no. if you
5: can't I, do that, then you should not type words.
3: it. I. I I I disagree. I disagree a little, well, here's my Pete, perspective. I drop your feet, like <laughs> in Heartbeat, bro. Brian's gonna drop your feed. See, you're you're already giving me negative negativity, right? You're doing it too. <laughs> like uh, the uh, you got to embrace it. Like if you're getting that negative, like I I learned this from working with you, Mike. It's like man, that 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 you're impacting somebody so much that it it it's creating that. You know, that passion out of them, positive or negative, you know? Yeah. And I, I celebrate those bad comments. Yeah. You know, I write them down. As a matter of fact, I wrote one down from last week's show with Aaron. Yeah. Uh, Jeremiah Eads said, <laughs>
4: said <laughs> What's his address? <laughs> he, he Pete. Looks, like, Pete wait, hold on. Wait, I want to hear Jeremiah's
3: wait. comment. Jer- Jeremiah's comment was like, Pete looks like he's getting ready to fix some fish sticks. <laughs> I guess that's a fat comment. Batter, <laughs> you got good fingers for
0: for handling those fish sticks. Hey,
5: what's his last name?
0: Can you spell it? E A D S. Jeremiah Edis, Edis, with the fish sticks comment. <laughs> Jeremiah, you just won the Ike Live gift. <laughs> matter, matter of fact, you did.
3: <laughs> we, have uh,
0: we have a winner. We have a winner. You got to sell.
3: You got to just. You know, you're impacting people in positive, and negative. I love it, man. I'm, yeah, no, I that's love a different story. Jeremiah's comment.
5: comment was actually funny and witty. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what I was referring to was not that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, I, there, there is a there is a, a fine line there uh, on how you deal with some of those comments. But I think, Pete, I think you're right. I think, and, and we did talk about this, Ben. I think, I said this a million times on the show. I'm going to say it again. The haters, the negative, you know, when when you get to that point where you've got negative comments and your f- fans, your followers are, like, responding back, you know, mm-hmm. are, are, are fighting that. Dude, it's like the strongest brand building thing you could do for your brand, right? It sure. it really yeah. is. It it's and mm-hmm. it's it sucks that it is that way, but you know, you can't you, you almost have to embrace that to a certain extent. As, yeah. as hard as it is, you know? That's true. It's yeah.
4: it's, it's 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 difficult though. You yeah. right. Yeah. It's it, tough. it takes time, but it's a positive. Never met a hater that was doing better than you, right? That's right. That's right. It's tough. I
2: love tough. got, a, I got love, a fan I love, on the board, Ben, uh, Harry Harry Offutt of uh, Maryland. Wants to want you to know that he appreciates what you do, Ben. You're respectful on your YouTube channel to your entire audience, regardless of the age and that you've done a lot for him to help him become a better fisherman.
4: That's Excellent. awesome. It's awesome. Great
3: comment. I love it. When the, the, the fans, like you said, Mike, like you're, they come back and defend you. Yeah. You know, like you get some hate, you know, and, and, but you got to other people on there and they just, they just attack the hater. Oh yeah, you know, on on your behalf. That's that's pretty cool.
0: That's fun. You know? That's fun yep. watching it. You know, because you see the negative comment, and then a lot of times on social, it'll come up as you know, like other you know comments, and then you open mm. that, and then you open yep. up this chain, mm-hmm. and it becomes like a fight.
4: <laughs> yeah. And then it's a rabbit hole. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're looking at their profile. Like, oh yeah. Look at this idiot. Oh, like, yeah. oh god. What am I doing with my life? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's great, but why? Why is it that a lot of those negative comments, like when you open up the dude's profile, like there's no picture, or or they right? they've made like exactly. three posts in their entire life? Why is that, Bry? Is it because they're trolls under a bridge or what? Well, you certainly have your trolls, yeah,
5: and then you have your uh, I don't know, just people that really don't they haven't figured out social media yet. Mm. I think mm. I think most people that have been on a while, they kind of you work yourself through that whole yeah douchebag stage and then you realize stop being douchebag. Yeah. You kinda of get out of it. But you get some backwards people that ain't figured it out yet. I know. And but, the trolls. Mm-hmm. And your miserable people.
0: And the miserable people. Um, we got we obviously have a lot of people watching Ben tonight that are, you know, they're watching, they're trying to learn. They're saying, God, watch Ben shit. I wanna I wanna do this. They're aspiring to do what you do. And I I already hit you up for this, but but give them three tips. If there's if we've got a lot of people watching right now, young or old, we got a 50 year old guy watching. It's like shit. I want to start my own YouTube channel. Give them three things they can do to be to be successful on a YouTube channel.
4: Yeah. First off, um, biggest tip would be don't get started. Don't even do it. Don't do no, it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I, I want all the fans. Don't cut into my inventory. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not that way. Uh, uh, I think the biggest thing is just do it. The opposite of what I just said. Yeah. Put some content out there. See how you like it. See if you can even turn a damn GoPro on and get it to record you filming anything before you decide that you're going to quit your job. I've had so many people like, oh, I've gotten to the point where you're at. I think I'm going to quit my job. Um, I'm getting a GoPro here pretty soon. And it's like, you, you're you going to quit your job. You haven't even got a camera or know what you're doing yet, but you're going to quit right. it's like It's right. scary. Yeah. But um, that would be the biggest thing. Um, second thing would be, I think, you need to understand what you're best at and what's working the best. Obviously, the only way you're going to do that is by putting it out there. Yeah. Once you put it out there, I think different people are better at different things. Like Some people would be a great podcast host or be really good at podcasting. Some people would be great at YouTube, obviously, or their channel. Um, some people are better at written text. Um, You've got to figure out what... What you're doing, and there's there's a need for all these people with with the media increase, like we've talked about, all the social media yeah. reach. You know, some people would be better off just running social media for a pro fisherman or for a YouTuber, or right? Something like that. Everyone doesn't need to be a superstar YouTuber to make money in the industry. If you love fishing, there's a lot of it, different outlets. Absolutely, yeah. and there's more all the time. We've talked about this this whole trip. Like yeah. everyone wants a camera guy now. Everyone wants to have uh, all their their social media stuff taken care of for them. There's a lot of different outlets out there, so be able to find what you want to do uh, and what you're best at, and your place in the industry, no matter what that might be. Yeah. Mm, third thing, um, I, I guess you're just gonna have to go out and figure out what what's working on YouTube, what what works best for you, if you really want to dive into it and, and start filming and everything, um, whether that be the, the the type of material that wor- works best for you. Um, but the biggest thing is is been for me is giving back to people with the tips and everything. Um, we we try to mix education and entertainment a little bit. Um, it's kind of a a common notion that you either need to be educational or you need to be super entertaining to be successful on YouTube. We've tried to mix them both. I don't think I'm I'm hilarious or anything like that. But we try to have a good time with it and, yeah. and really be ourselves with it. That makes us more relatable. So be yourself. Yeah. If people like it, it's gonna work. If not, then it's not for you, and figure out what is for you, and just keep grinding until you figure out what what your place is.
0: Yeah. So a lot of lot of good advice, and uh, you hit something else on the head, Pete. This is uh, with everything going on in the world, dude. There are a lot of pros you you talked about it earlier that all of a sudden, you know, April, May, June, by June, they were like, "Holy shit, we can't just tournament fish. We got to do other mm-hmm. stuff." So this isn't just for. I don't. Want, I don't want that advice to sound like it's just for eighteen-year-old kids trying to start 100%. a YouTube channel, dude. There are a lot of pros, top-level pros, and a lot of guys watch this show. I know you. I know you're watching right now. I know who you are. I know you're <laughs> listening on the on the drive to the tournament. I know you're listening. This Kevin. I, I'm not saying <laughs> I, 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 I not. There's a lot of Kevin's out there. I don't know who they are, <laughs> but this is great advice because, dude, the world is changing, right? Tournaments are not the end all be all of your career anymore. You got to start doing other stuff. You got to start reaching people other ways. And you hit it right on the head, dude. Social media, YouTubing, digital content, podcasting, all these platforms. You got to stay on top of it. Pete, it's a changing world, right? Do you agree with this? Oh my gosh,
3: yeah. I mean, I've heard some recent, you know, stories of, you know, some incredibly seasoned pros that have lost their contracts because they they haven't you know stepped up and engaged in the social media world they've ignored it they've they've or didn't you know were intimidated by it or didn't know how to do it or ignored it either way you know uh they're they're suffering the penalty from you know because it's out there it's available and it's it's moving product for companies Right. You know, and you need to do it. Right. Do you, I I was going to ask a question to Ben about that specific thing. Like you talked about getting relationships with companies. Um, that's pretty impressive that you, you're able to go out and, and build and, and acquire sponsorships or partnerships. Um, that's, that's pretty awesome. How, How, how did, how did you do that? Just, you know, pick up and start cold calling companies. I mean, that's, it's not an easy thing to do. It's not easy.
4: Yeah, luckily, I like I talked about, um, I had a background on that before I got into the YouTube because I was a tournament fisherman and a tournament uh, aspiring tournament fisherman um, with no extra money. And so I was like, I have to hustle my ass off or it's not going to work with tournament fishing. And I learned a lot in those five or six years between college and then post-college when I was working full-time, nine-to-five job. Uh, about how to talk to companies understanding being rejected what type, what you need to come at them with and the importance of the social media thing it was really just the start of of everything that was going down with yeah. that then um and, and that was the biggest thing for me and 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 luckily once i the and it's the same thing with tournament fishing you can't not have you can't just start from the very start without anything to show for it, and think that you're going to get a free boat or a bunch of free tackle and a bunch yeah. of money from these companies. Right? You got to prove yourself, and you got to give back first, and then ask. And luckily, with companies like Six Sense, I was like, "Okay, I love your baits, um, and, and I know I can move them for you guys." They had like three or four baits in the market. They just started at the time when I first started talking to Six Sense, like seven, eight years ago. And um, I was like, "Can I just..." Use them. I'd love to do that. And he's like, Yeah, sure. And here's a thirty percent discount. Yeah. And I started with a discount. I didn't ask for a thousand dollars a month or anything like that. Right. I was like, Wow, a discount. Awesome. I'm going to show you. Do a good job. Yeah. I'm. You yeah. seem like a great, great guy. It was one. It was a one man show. It's like, you're a good company. I love your baits. And, and then it just kind of evolved from there. And now it's it's crazy where it's gone. But you have yeah. to put the work in and the time in. And luckily, I was able to, like, I had set numbers. They could see when I moved product. They could see when I post a video with a specific bait that it took off. And that's something that a lot of tournament guys don't understand there there's in the tournament side of things there is no data points for their sales or anything like that and so it's a big one that's the biggest thing with me i was able to be like yeah. here's my and people think promo codes are a joke or whatever and 10% off and stuff Th- actually people the companies use that to track your sales that's yeah. not to like give some great deal to people although it's also great to get money off your tackle every time you go to purchase it but you're able to go with companies with exact figures of data points and then go from there. Yeah,
0: we were we were talking about this, Pete, a lot. And it's, you know, so nice with the digital content that's coming out, whether it's a a view on social media, a view on YouTube, that these are like real numbers, you know. Because you, you remember, Pete, we struggled with this for years in the tournament world, right? You would go out Absolutely. and you would... You know, you would sell yourself to a company and you would have these logos on your jersey or your shirt or your truck. And, you know, what is what is that actual value, right? It's a very gray way to articulate what that really means from a value standpoint. You know, even when you won a tournament, you know, what is is the effect of that win, you know, you sort of have to guess and gauge. But when you get a view, right, if you're doing a uh, – you're using a product – on your YouTube channel, you're holding it up. You catch a five, six-pound bass on it. That channel gets that that video gets a hundred thousand views. Mm-hmm. It's a hundred thousand impressions on that from that with that bait, and it's it's black and white. There is no gray. No. And I th- I really think that companies appreciate that a lot more, right? They don't have to say, well. Did this really work or didn't
4: it? Of course. Some more black mm-hmm. and white. Put yourself in their shoes. I mean, I, I can't even imagine before, like, any social media, like, obviously, hmm. you look at Mike Iconelli's anything, and it's hundreds of thousands of followers. But before then, I mean, what are you, what are well, you going f- to shit. companies with? Like, oh, well, Pete, I, Pete I got third place, and a red Yeah. That.
0: Well, Pete was my mentor. <laughs> Pete told me to write some <laughs> newspaper articles. I don't think it did shit, all those <laughs> newspaper articles I wrote back in the day. Why'd you make me write all them articles, Pete? Hey the what it was the way to do it right that's the way we would
3: prove it remember like you you said it mike like uh trackability you know you said it to ben trackability is is really a big key now and and you're able to and we're able to through bash university we we're able to track our tackle warehouse sales and 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 all the the influence that we have or at least a part of the influence that we have you know we can track um Back in the day, nothing like you would get you would send in tear sheets of articles you were in or video clips that you appeared in. That's that's really all you had to go on. You you didn't have an understanding of the real impressions uh, that existed or any sales that that were related to it. You just had to, you know, try to sell, you know, try to try to influence that way. But it's it's different now. You know, an and you got a guy like Ben that's coming to a company that's saying, hey, you know, we sold, you know, X amount of six cents lures. This is what we've done. This is what we can do for your company. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's a big difference than yeah. somebody that's saying, you know, that doesn't have those figures, yeah. you know, that doesn't have that sales figure to back it up. You know, that, and you're right, Ben, That the guy making that decision, he's going to look at the numbers
0: and say, well, I'm going this way. Sales, right? Whoever's helping to sell more product, whatever it is, that's that's bottom, where I'm. Going. Bottom line, that's yep. what
3: the sponsor's in the game for, yeah. right? He's he's working with an influencer or a pro who's an influencer uh, to increase sales. That's 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 why they're with you. So. Yeah. Yeah, and it's the most important thing.
0: I agree. Let me remind everybody watching, uh, you're watching uh, Brand New Ike Live here. It's Friday night. We've got Ben Milliken sitting over here in the chair uh, talking to Ben all night. He's going to be here all night. If you've got a question or comment, anything you want to say, anything, let us know. Hit us up on the IM. Uh, also yep. want to remind you, if you're watching over on social media, if you're watching over on Facebook, we're running the famous, world-famous IKE Live Gift Bag Like and Share Contest. All you got to do is like and share the feed. Like and share the feed. You're going to be entering a contest to win this bag, approximately 23 and a half pounds, great stuff, in there. Uh, I have some more hate, Mike. If you're interested. Yeah, let's hear more hate. Here Brian wants it's to hear it. It's gonna be real this. hate,
3: though, Pete. Real <laughs> What's hate. that,
5: Brian? We want real hate.
3: Uh, well, the well, there was lot last show. There was lots of love for Aaron. Obviously, you know, everybody yeah. was. Uh, really awesome to have Aaron on the show, and uh, but they were really hating on you, Mike, big time. Ooh, uh, for uh, the announcement that everybody anticipated, you were picking a tournament trail. Yeah, it's going back to bass. That's what everybody wanted. You were you were doing something, and uh, and you were you, you didn't make that announcement. So they were you were, you were getting some. some yeah, but he, uh, but he earned it. And this whole time, I was tuned in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. expecting well, him to. To pick a tournament trail, and he announced his, <laughs> his 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 new sponsor.
0: Well, the good news now, and um, if you're watching tonight, wait, what? You're going an announcement. Yep, you're yeah. going to be Uh-oh. one of the lucky ones. And I actually want to pull up my note on it real quick and and just make sure I say this the right way. Be- be- before you're-
3: you do that announcement, can I give this piece of hate?
0: Sure. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> sure. Give a little <laughs> more hate for <laughs> this big announcement. Give us yeah. joke Joe Burchill was made me crack up because he said, because they were all waiting for the tournament trail and He goes, well, well, you know, he's frustrated, obviously. Well, what tour will you be fishing in your new AFCO gear?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like how he tied it into a sponsorship, though. Yep, that yeah. was great. Pete, you don't even know what hate is, bud. <laughs> <laughs> so. I'm going to go ahead and say it. Uh, if you're watching tonight, uh, you're going to hear this live. This is a big announcement for you. Kind of just found out over the last few days uh, here on the phone. You the phone? Um, if, you're, if you're listening to this later, you, might, you, may, you may get the big news on BassFan Fan or whatever over the next day or two. But this is the real story. And this is the decision I've made uh, moving forward um, over the next couple of years. And there was a big, uh, big announcement made just a few days ago, and it, it's connected to what I'm gonna about, about to tell you. And, I, and I'm and actually a little nervous saying this, but I made my decision moving forward. And I will be competing in the 2024 Olympics in breakdancing. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Thank you. I will be competing in the 2024 <laughs> Olympics in breakdancing. I know it's a ways away. But I got to get this flabby ass body back in shape. You only got three years. I got three years. In my prime, I could do nine rotations on a 1990, Brian DeCarpenter. Could you really? Nine rotations in my prime. Seven to nine is what I would try to hit. If I was up in sparkles and we were commenced in a battle. What's
5: a 1990? A 1990
0: 1990 (laughs) is a handstand where you're spinning on your hand. Rotating, spinning. So I had seven to nine rotations in my prime. I could really do. on one hand, yes, I could. Wait, what's Sparkles? Sparkles <laughs> is one of the old clubs <laughs> that we used to battle. Uh, okay. We used to battle. Battle. S- sparkles was in Mount Ephraim, so you'd get like Belmar, Runnymede, Brooklawn would like come from this way. Sparkles was here, and then you'd get the other side. You get Audubon, Camden and that those crews from those sides of the town and we would mm. meet at sparkles
1: <laughs> and we would
0: commence in these battles you know and it was it was very it was like choreography almost in it so like yeah. you know we'd all be you know kind of just b-boy and not just there just b-boying each other and you know you'd see him over there and we'd all be in different sides of the room and like oh fuck uh that uh uh well you know the brook on this that over there can't, crew. whatever crews over there you know and you'd be waiting you waiting, and then you kind of give a little message to the DJ about you know, yo man, yo, when you can squeeze that shit in there, yo, you play that 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 uh, Soul Sonic Force Planet Rock. Yeah. You know, you'd be so you'd be waiting for that battle song. to Come on, and all of a sudden, it'd be regular dance music. All the girls would be out on the dance floor, but and you're just you're just out there just watching, you know, almost like borderline wanting to get in a fight with the guys, just looking at them, eyeballing them. Then all of a sudden, that dance music would stop, and, and all of a sudden that you'd hear you'd hear. You hear that break music kick in and be like, oh, shit. And all of a sudden, dude, it's like school and fish. You know, you'd be like, oh, (laughs) shit. You'd get over there and you'd pick sides. You know what I mean? And then (laughs) eat. eat. There it goes. Come on, (laughs) bro. Yeah. Come on. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, yeah it's oh, a good one for yes. today. Hell yeah! Yes, people on roller skates all over right now doing the double Dutch, <laughs> <laughs> Backward skate right now, dude. So that you you line that shit up, and and there'd be you know five to ten guys in each crew, and all of a sudden the, all the girls all on them tight neon pants riz, you know what I'm talking about. You know them Tinder girls would be out there, <laughs> and all of a sudden they would just be like almost the Tinder
5: like. Tinder girls. Moms was moms like out
0: there. They they'd be threatened, so they think they're getting like in the fight. They think they're gonna get mob, so they just spread around, and then all of a sudden it's just the whole dance floor is just the, these two crews, and they got each side. You know, but then you would send in your guys that had the best their yeah. best moves. You know and what hammer. I mean? So they yep. would they would send me in for like footwork. Because yeah. I was really quick with footwork, 1990. And then, like, Chino Hop was another one. Like, yeah. I was real little at the time. Because I'm, I'm, like, still in high school and shit. Even, even younger. But I was real little. I was small. So, dude, I could do the Chino Hop, which is you're supporting your whole body weight on your hands. And just you're like spinning and bouncing. And I could do one hand chino hops. I
4: could mm. change the hands. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I believe this. Maybe last segment tonight we'll have to, I th- <laughs> we have to prove this. <laughs> it, it, it's <laughs> going to happen. It may happen. It,
5: it, may, it may wait till after hours, but we're going to get some video for Hey, footage. were it's you so a part of
4: time. this, BTC? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> In
5: the back, the way back. <laughs> Way, way, way back. Bri, was in, back. Bri- yeah. was in
0: the back. But was in back. But it's coming back, Pete. I'm, I'm going to be training hard over the next three years. Um, I don't know, you know, just a big announcement for me. Too. All right. R- you know.
3: Riz, Riz, please share the hate that has come in. <laughs> We're not going to accomplish anything else if we keep doing that. <laughs> Riz <laughs> doesn't want to share anybody. It just... no, like, oh, shit!
2: Which one can I read on? Everybody's there? enthralled listening <laughs> to your stories here.
0: Right? Does AFCO make parachute pants? A- Ooh, A- yeah. AFCO might. I might bring them back. Everything old comes back around again. Obviously, you know. And that came from Jeremiah E.
3: Yeah, whoever Pete says it. Yeah, Jeremiah E. <laughs> uh, d- <laughs> um.
0: Brian, I think we should take a little break. All right. Let's do this. We're going to take a break. Hang in there with us, though, because, Ben, when we get back, I want to get in a little bit to our adventures the last three or four days. I want to get in a little bit to that because it's been fun and challenging. I want to kind of fill people in on what we've been doing the last few days. And then, Brian, I think we'll start sneaking in some of our guests as well a little bit later. So hang in there with us. A lot of good stuff to come. When we come back, more Ike Live.
1: Four and a half inch drop shot worm. bam a bug. Finesse jig, PB and J, give me something hard. Hey, KBD here. Now I didn't always know this much about fishing. Three-aught, no, four-aught EWG worm hook. In fact, there was a time when I couldn't tell the difference between a jerk bait and a stick bait. But then I signed up for Mystery Tackle Box, the original monthly tackle subscription. And now I know more about fishing than I do about Calculus and he knows a lot about calculus. Plus, I get amazing extras, like free fishing magazines. October 2016, featured article, four places to throw a frog, exclusive decals, <coughs> zombie bass, and how-to videos for all the great baits I receive. How to tune a crankbait. Is that underwater footage I smell? I got goosebumps. So if you're looking to develop enhanced fishing abilities like me, or you just like getting new tackle every month, Go to mysterytacklebox.com and get your box today. Ooh, live minnows. Is it lunchtime already? Nature's candy. Uh Oh, is he in my pocket? There's a special place in our hearts for the tools of the trade. They're what we prep for a good day on the water. They're what we clean after a good day in the field. Flambeau's patented Z-Rust technology protects the gear of today from rust and corrosion. Z-Rust, for the performance of tomorrow. Preserve. Perform. Repeat. You work hard to catch your fish. TH Marine has two products to ensure your fish survive. The Oxygenator injects 100% pure oxygen into your live well. That increases fish survival by 35%. For the perfect combo, add G-Juice live well treatment. It calms fish, stops bleeding, removes ammonia, and replaces slime coat. Get an Oxygenator and G-Juice, and keep
0: your fish alive. Holiday season is almost here, and you know? Holiday season might as well be sock season. We're excited to announce our brand new partnership with an amazing company, Heshi Socks. That's spelled H E S H I Socks. Go to HeshiSocks.com to check out my brand new Mike Iconelli collection. That's right, I have my own custom socks in tournament colors. I promise you, you will never, I mean never, find a more comfortable sock. The great news, all my socks are under $10 a pair when you use our promo code IKE20. This is perfect for holiday season. Go to HeshySocks.com, use the promo code IKE20 to get the most comfortable socks in the world.